Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode 60 of the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Desiato, and this is my life. Today's episode is called Making God Laugh. It's so good to be back. It's been over a month since the last new episode of the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. In the last episode, I rehashed the last decade of my life as we sat on the cusp of making settlement on our new home. At the time it was released, we had not yet officially settled. Well, I'm happy to report that we finally made it. And then 12 days later, on May 20th, we moved in and held in freeze over. What an incredibly satisfying feeling to have finally accomplished this goal, which has been over six years in the making. My in-laws were kind enough to take our kids for the weekend so that we could focus on the move. It was a long and tiresome process. Not only that, but it always seems that I have a gig the night we move. So I proceeded to make the hour-long drive to Quakertown to perform with my dad after nearly 12 hours of loading and unloading furniture and boxes. We performed for four grueling hours, and then I made the one-hour drive back home to arrive safely in my new driveway at 2.45 a.m., about 20 hours since I'd woken up the day before. But it was all worth it. You know why? Because I can finally grill again. Oh, the assortment of meats that will be grilled in my backyard. I can almost taste them. In fact, I already purchased a charcoal grill and smoker, assembled it, and made burgers on it. The day after we moved, my wife and I decided to check out the local diner in hopes of immersing ourselves in our new hometown. It was everything I hoped it would be. I envision the two of us growing old together and sharing thousands of eggs and cups of coffee, not to mention the playful banter with the waitstaff and cast of characters this all-American small town provides. We still have plenty of boxes to unpack first, but before long, you are going to see some cool new things begin to happen in the world of Desiato Homes and the real person, real needs community. I have so many ideas on how to get involved in the community that I can't wait to implement. You have no idea how excited I am to put down roots and say without reservation that Royersford has never seen the likes of me before. I've dreamed of living in a small town for nearly a decade, but seem to always be on the outskirts. We waited and prayed that God would give us the right home, and unbelievably, I sort of got two small towns for the price of one. Here's a brief geography lesson. Royersford, Pennsylvania, sits on the border of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, along the edge of the Schuylkill River. On the other side of the river in Chester County, PA, is the small town of Spring City, Pennsylvania. These two towns are connected by a bridge and over a century of tradition. Eager to embrace the traditions of my new hometown, I recently visited the Springford Historical Society Museum in order to trace the history of these sister cities. There I met a man who was nearly 90 years old and a lifelong resident of Royersford. He was volunteering his time as a host. 
He took me through a library of newspaper articles and books about notable people and places in the area. He also allowed me to view several artifacts from the days when Royersford and Spring City were booming with industry, due in large part to the Reading Railroad, which used to pass straight through the towns. We even found his high school yearbook, back when Royersford and Spring City had their own rival schools. There's books all there, all high school yearbooks. Oh, really? All the many years. Really? Is yours back there? Really? What year was yours? 45. 45? Well, I'm saying yes, actually. It should be. I don't know. Oh, okay. Where's for 45, you said, right? Does that look familiar? That's definitely familiar. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that material. They don't make them like this anymore, <laughs> that's for sure. Let's see. Let's see if we can find it. Freshman, you recognize these pictures? My name is pictures, yes. Yeah. Let's see. No, that's that's junior. You're the next one, right? Pictures. Seniors. Let's see if I can find you here. <laughs> is that you? Yep. That's you. That's me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so incredible. Club science, varsity. You played football, basketball, baseball. Yep. Man, you were quite the uh, quite the job. <laughs> basketball captain. Yep. I was actually inducted into the navy before I graduated. Oh really? How long did you serve in the navy? Well, over years. Okay. I was inducted. I was sworn in on VE day. Oh wow! During Europe day. Wow. And then it went on for a little while until the Japanese surrendered. So the war was over pretty quickly. And we, uh, you we dodged the... I was able to get out. Yeah. That's a close call. I'm sure. I'm sure your parents were relieved. I share this experience in order to whet the appetite for my next podcast venture. As I've matured, I've come to really love history, particularly local history. I've also grown to love documentaries, and that's why I'm in the pre-production stages of launching yet another podcast called Discover Spring Forward. It's kind of a passion project for me and my way of getting immersed in the local history and tradition of my new hometown by interviewing local residents, business owners, and prominent members of the Spring Forward area. It's still in its initial planning stages, but you'll be hearing more about it in the coming weeks. This will be great for anyone who likes to hear about small-town America or is someone who lives in or around the area. Now, this will bring my total number of podcasts to five. So I guess it's safe to say that the Real Person Real Needs Network is off and running. In the meantime, I encourage all of you to go to www.discoverspringford.com and like the Facebook page. That's where all of the updates will be on the progress of the new podcast. But with all that being said, there's something strange that happens when you actually achieve one of your goals. When something has been driving you, and now that has been accomplished, there is a sense of uncertainty that comes with it. As in, what's next? (laughs) So you can probably understand why I've sort of been MIA for a while now with the move and everything. The truth is, things have been a little hazy for me in the last few months. You see, I started this year, my third year in real estate, with guns ablazing. 
I hit the ground running by developing a 12-part video series to help people overcome their fear and develop a plan of action to find their life's purpose. That's why I'm putting together a series of videos that will hopefully help you jumpstart your career and get you on the right path. If you're interested in jumpstarting your life in this new year, finding out what you were created to do and doing it, then I encourage you to subscribe to my weekly videos at jeffreydesiato.com slash jumpstart. The podcast doubled and then tripled in the total number of subscribers. I was super excited because I felt that the last two years of hard work were starting to pay off. But then something unexpected happened. The phone stopped ringing. The emails stopped coming. The Facebook comments were fewer and farther in between. My pipeline of real estate prospects seemed to disappear into thin air. And I started to panic. Now, I knew that my chosen business model and marketing strategy would mean slower growth than my competitors. But I also knew that I was being true to the core of my character. And for the most part, things seemed to be working. But for some reason, things seemed to be regressing in certain areas. Maybe it was the result of our move taking up the majority of my thought process and time for nearly four months. Or maybe it's because one of the business relationships I'd established in my first year in real estate ended without warning. This particular relationship had resulted in five real estate transactions over the course of 12 months. And then just like that, without even a courtesy heads up, they decided to go in a different direction in order to save money on commissions. This immediately after I sacrificed $1,800 of my own income in order to keep a deal of theirs from falling through. So the thanks that I got was finding out through Facebook that their spouse had obtained their real estate license. Now, I'm grateful for the deals that came as a result of this relationship, but I also know that I had already been discounting my commission and was willing to take four months' worth of groceries, essentially, out of my pocket on this one deal because I anticipated future sales as a result of making this sacrifice. So much for that. Now, I'm not trying to throw myself a pity party. I'm merely trying to explain where my head has been lately and what I believe God is teaching me as a result. But I have no way of knowing whether I'm right or not. One of the many misconceptions people have about real estate agents is that they make more than enough money. I would say there are a handful that make a lot. Then there are the majority who lead you to believe that they make a lot based on how they present themselves. Then there are the rest of us. If you do a quick Google search, you'll find that the average agent makes about $25,000 a year. But money was not the reason I decided to pursue a career in real estate. It was the independence. I'd be perfectly content making what I made in my desk job as long as I was fulfilled in my work and felt that I was using the gifts God had given me. Granted, the commission checks I get are larger than some people's bi-weekly or semi-monthly salaried paychecks, but that is without taxes, health insurance, 401k deductions, or business expenses being considered. And those dollars sometimes need to stretch one to two or maybe even three months depending on the amount of current prospects I have. People also think that you're an employee of a real estate company and that they pay you to work on real estate transactions for them. This is also not true. You are a self-employed independent contractor and any real business you get, you need to generate on your own from scratch. 
That's why when people ask me about getting into real estate, I usually paint a pretty bleak picture because most people are not cut out for the daily grind and uncertainty that comes from being self-employed in such a highly competitive industry. With the volatility of such a career, it's easy to start to spiral into thoughts of inadequacy and negativity. I started to beat myself up for putting myself in this predicament when I could have easily just kept my desk job and paid my bills like a normal person. But I'm not normal. I keep reminding myself why I'm doing this. Because I don't want to live a life full of regrets and what-ifs. I soon began to realize that as much guts as it took to quit my day job, it takes even more to admit that you're not as successful as the world expects you to be. And even more difficult is admitting to yourself that you are not invincible. It's humbling, it's uncomfortable, and without the proper perspective, it feels like failure. But I'm starting to come to the realization that I would only fail if I didn't do everything within my power to achieve my goal. I did not keep my desk job when I began a career in real estate. Now, some may say that that was foolish. Whatever it was, it's in the past. My wife and I agreed on the decision at the time as being what was best for the mental and emotional health of our family. This year, an opportunity presented itself for me to work about 15 to 20 hours a week as a W-2 employee, while still maintaining the flexibility necessary to operate a full-time real estate business. I resisted, and am still resisting even though I've now been working this job for over a month. Frankly, it felt like I was admitting defeat in the world of entrepreneurship. But ultimately, I need to provide for my family any way that I can. Some days, that's through real estate transactions. Other days, it's by playing gigs. But the long and short of it is that your ego should never get in the way of doing what's right in the moment. For instance, my number one priority was to provide a long-term housing solution for my family. And last month, I was able to accomplish that. Now, what kind of person would I be if I allowed the pursuit of my idealistic dream of being an actor and my own enormous ego to stand in the way of that? The answer is not someone you should pay any attention to. Instead, I'm trying my best to juggle the pursuit of my dream with my duties as a husband and father. With that comes pain. The pain of sacrificing your ego on the altar of duty. I know I said duty. Grow up. The adjustment of moving into a new home and now adding the new responsibilities of a part-time job to an already 24-7 real estate career has been one of the biggest challenges I've faced since I began pursuing my dream. That's why I haven't been as active on the podcast and the blog. But as I mentioned, there are a lot of exciting things still in the works. Ironically, once I started my part-time job, the real estate business has gone into hyperdrive, and I'm on the verge of converting the biggest deal of my career. I think I've aged a year or two in the last month due to the stress of this deal, but I'm clinging to God to get me through, and I'm thankful that he's continued to provide for me and my family, even if I'm often too blinded by my anxiety to see it. This podcast is cathartic for me, but it's also intended for the individual out there who feels that taking a lower paying job or picking up extra hours in retail is beneath them. These people are more concerned about the glamour of being an entrepreneur than simply working hard and providing for family. Believe me, I've been battling that enemy for a while now. Your ego needs to be defeated before you can ever move forward and grow as a person. And I'm getting there, but I haven't yet arrived. Thanks a lot for listening to episode 60 of the Real Person Real Needs podcast. I know it was short, but hopefully it was packed with good information and that you'll come back in two weeks for another all new episode. 
Until then, leave us a review on iTunes. Email me, jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com. Jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com. Be real, keep it real. Thanks for listening and Godspeed. Godspeed.